Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. On this week's Arkansas AgCast, we're talking FFA week, and joining me to do so, I've got Alyssa Andrews, uh, Eastern District Vice President, and William Blankenship, Southern District Vice President. Guys, uh, welcome, and uh, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Um, so, my name's Alyssa, and I'm from the great town of Wynn. Um, I attend Southern Arkansas University, where I'm an Ag Ed major. Okay. Hi, this is William Blankenship. Um, I come from a small city called Crossing, Arkansas, down the south. Uh, we're really big in agriculture with pine trees, so okay. that just got me interested. All right, and that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Glad you said that. Is how you guys, you know, your each of your individual histories with FFA, how you got started, what drew you to it, and that sort of thing. I'll let you, Alyssa, if you want to jump jump into that, that would be great. Awesome. So. My ninth grade year, I was really, like, looking for my place in high school, you know, and my brother had been in FFA. He was a senior that year, and he was like, oh, no, you're not going to join. And um, <laughs> so I, like, neither one of us really had that much of an ag background um, growing up. So both of our background came from FFA. Um, so he was like, you're not going to join. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> so I joined my ninth grade year just because my brother told me not to, and immediately out the door, I was, I did creed speaking, my 10th grade year I did prepared, my 11th grade year I did discussion, I competed in horse judging, um, and then my 12th grade year I really didn't get to compete, our tractor didn't really compete in anything because of COVID and being in and out of school and stuff like that, so um, my 12th grade year I ran for state office and got it, and now that's where I am today is almost done with my state officer year. All right, that's great, and so you didn't come from an agriculture background, no, no, not a farming family. It was just something that you discovered through school. Yes, sir. Um, the most agriculture related thing I did was, or the most agriculture related thing I do now even is um, I ride horses. Okay. So um, if anything, I have um, just a background in rodeo and um, horsemanship stuff. So. Well, that's great. And what are you up to now? I mean, you're you're doing your officer time now. What what are you up to school wise? Um, so I, like I said before, I attend Southern Arkansas University, yeah. um, where I'm an ag ed major. Um, I'm a full time college student. Uh, I'm here five days a week. I have classes Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays from nine to one, and then I have a couple classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So are you, um, you enjoying the ag ed focus that's, uh, and did, did you sort of discover that you might want to do that through FFA? Um, yes. Well, I wanted to be a vet from the time I was in the seventh grade to the time I was in the 11th grade. I had my whole life planned out. <laughs> I was going to be a vet. I was going to go to Oklahoma state. And then I took AP biology and I was like, actually, I do not want to <laughs> do this. So, yeah. um, my 11th grade convention, I talked to the teach ag program there Mm-hmm. And somehow they convinced me there on the spot after a five minute conversation that I needed to teach ag. And <laughs> so I Sold. had that on my heart and on my mind. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, and William, tell us a little bit about your background. So my background in agriculture is just like Alyssa's. I don't have an ag background. 
the when I started, it was my ninth grade year, and that was with FFA. Previously, I didn't know much about it. I just know that like we were considered an ag town because of the pine trees, right, and everything. So then with that, um, it was just FFA was kind of big in my high school because the region that we were in. So then that's how I got started. I really was not looking towards it, but it just drawed me in. Um, so what really got me started in FFA was that I went to state convention that year and it just, something just lit up inside of me. And then right. I've been stuck with it ever yep. since. And what are, and where are you, and what are you up to these days? So just really finishing up our state officer year right now. Yeah. Um, tennis school, SAU, like I said earlier, and I'm also an ag ed major. So me and Lisa, I must have every class together. Right. But, um, you know, really I'm just focusing on finishing the year strong now. And then after that, focusing on my school, because I would, would like to get out of college as soon as possible and start teaching. Well, tell me about FFA week and, and all the different activities in FFA that you're, you've been working on, you know, now that you're, you're doing your officer year and things about things like that. What's the, what's the meaning of a week like FFA week for you guys? So, Oh, sorry. So Thursday is the big day of FFA week. It's our FFA give day. So last year we were number one in um, in the amount that we raised and the total don donors that we had So uh, in the whole nation. So we raised the most money for FFA week. Um, okay. And it just kind of gives members across the country just a week to celebrate their accomplishments, to celebrate the amazing organization that they're in. Um, National FFA puts out a bunch of stuff um, that you can do with your chapter. But we came up with a social media challenge that we're going to talk a little bit about. Okay. So the social, the social media challenge was to try and get the membership involved and in National FFA Week on the state level. So we set out a full week to like social media days that can um, do different areas. Like the first day was community service. Today's is favorite alumni member. And then tomorrow's will be um, – favorite camp couch memory so we're just trying to get 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 the memberships involved in fun ways okay uh so you know tell me i know you you mentioned that going to the state convention for ffa was a very meaningful thing for you when is when does that happen and and how important is is uh, something like that where you all come together like that so state convention this year will be from april 25th to 27th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Okay. And so how members go, join you or come to the convention is they just talk to their advisors and they usually they'll just sign them up. And how many people do you usually have uh, you know, roughly at, at, at that convention? Uh, we have, I'd say roughly around an average of 2,500 that showed up. It's um last few years. The, it's really went up, but because of COVID, we had two virtual state conventions. So sure. we're hoping um, this year we may be able to break the total number of membership that's at convention. We've um, we've almost reached 3,000 one year, but we were just a little bit shy of that. Yeah, and we got over the 15,000 member mark this year, and so oh. that's a big accomplishment that we're celebrating. Um, and we still have more members coming in. So we have more members this year than we've ever had before. Um 
it's expected to be an even bigger turnout considering we've had two virtual conventions. Right. Um, and there's a lot of new members that have never got to experience a convention. So, like, not even national convention. Some of them have got to experience national convention, but, like, a lot of – second convention is going to be a lot of these 10th and 11th graders who never got to experience conventions first convention, and I'm very excited for that. Right, like, because it's a unique experience, I guess. I mean, like you said, it's something that sticks with you and, and gets everybody fired up, I imagine. Yeah, I, I'll never forget my first convention um, as a ninth grader. Um, how the state officers made me feel, um, just the rush of like being there, getting to sit on the floor, um, just like everything about my first convention. Like I'll remember the way, like how cold it was in the arena, how hot it was in the hallways, um, the amount of people that were in the expo. Um, yep. I don't know. It's just like, it's just a, an event that like happens and no matter how many years you go, you'll never forget how individual each one of them was. Right. So tell me, you know, if you're talking to, uh, you know, some kids coming up, some some younger kids who, you know, maybe they're, they're your background as well. They don't necessarily, they're not a farming family or they don't have an agriculture background. But tell them, you know, if you're speaking to them directly, why should they get involved with FFA? And, you know, what, why does it matter to them? Well, um, so agriculture isn't everything. And I feel like that's something that is said, but nobody understands quite what it means. Uh, like, without agriculture, you wouldn't be eating. Without agriculture, you wouldn't have the clothes on your back. But it goes far beyond that. Without agriculture, our world wouldn't exist as a whole. Like, um, we need agriculturalists to be engineers. We need agriculturalists to be doctors. We need agriculturalists to be vets. Like, we need this wide range of people who are advocating for agriculture to allow this world to survive. And yeah. yeah, there's other places where you can learn about it, but there's not places where you can get hands-on experience in a field right. where there's a place for every single person. And William, what are your thoughts on that? So really, yes, for what Alyssa says from like the state officer's standpoint, but from when I was chapter president of my chapter, like I was really involved with our memberships. Um, yes, state officers inspire a lot of people, but chapter officers, they, um, we try and encourage them to be just as much as leaders as us because on the day-to-day -day basis, state officers don't meet people day-to-day, -day, but usually you'll see a chapter officer. And so really them being leaders and encouraging younger members that have never even had an ag background knows what FFA is them going to them and encouraging them to be involved in FFA and go to state convention is really helpful as well. It, that's how I got started as well. And building on that, FFA is a national organization that promotes premier leadership, personal growth, and career success. So not only are we like digging deep into agriculture, you're also being like, you're also making connections that'll like help you in your future. You're growing as a leader you're growing as a person, you're growing yourself just to be a perfect candidate for any part of the workforce. All right. That's great. So like you said, it's, you, you, you are diving into agriculture and learning about it, but it's leadership and it's personal, it's character growth, that sort of thing. So that can benefit uh, a wide range of people. Yes, it can. Um, I know just like a personal story for myself is this year at national convention, we got roughly an hour and a half to go explore the expo. And um, 
at National Convention this year, I actually got an internship offered to me on the spot for a forestry place in El Dorado called FNW Forestry. Um, and so like just being there and literally telling them I have no background in forestry whatsoever, but that I was willing to learn and that I was willing to learn so I can teach my future students to be able to bring more people back into their industry. Like right. it's all about making connections and networking. So you make those connections and networking through this organization, no matter if you're on the very bottom of the totem pole, like you're just a green hand member or you're up at the top as a national officer, like you get to make connections where you are. People are going to meet you where you are. And that's like what I love more than anything about this organization. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, it's helped you find a, a you know, a career direction or a, a, a learning pathway to, to a career. And uh, it can do the same for others and connect you to people who will help you get where you want to go. Yes, Definitely. William, do you have anything to add to that, or you seen uh, the benefits think, of making those connections out there? Yeah, um, that's I agree totally with what Alyssa said because usually whenever you meet somewhere with FFA members or at conventions with industry reps, it's really good to make those connections because you'd be surprised how much that help you in the future long long down the road. Well, that's great. Uh, anything else you want to say to people out there uh, they need to pay attention to for FFA during FFA week? Need to know about um, it? Just watch social media. See what everybody's doing. I know a lot of chapters are doing a lot of cool things this week. Um, I mean, I've literally enjoyed love seeing what all the different chapters are doing. Um, I like seeing that there's members out there that are uh, doing our social media challenge and we're getting to see the memories that they've made over their FFA career and um, people that haven't had much experience in FFA because because of COVID, they're getting to learn a lot by watching people's social medias. And so well, and, and, I'm ready for Thursday. Thursday, it's yeah. going to be a busy day. So um, for those that are listening to this, uh, make sure you get on FFA.org on Give Day. Click Arkansas and $5 will help us out a whole lot. That's great. So it's FFA.org is where they need to go and just find the Arkansas. Yes. I think there should be something like on the main page about it. Okay. Well, tell me too, yeah. uh, you know, if people are looking out there in social media, do all the chapters, uh, they just have a, a chapter name, FFA or a county name, FFA. How do the, uh, how do people yeah, find out what's going on? Like, most of them are like, I know my home chapter is when agriculture education and FFA, um, there's CrossFit's probably just CrossFit FFA. So most of the time you can find it just by tapping in your chapter name on Facebook and then FFA behind it. And most of them will pop up. And there is there an Arkansas FFA page as well? Yes, there is. It's Arkansas Ag Agriculture Education. Yes, um, Arkansas Agriculture Education FFA. That's the Facebook page. Okay. Um, the website is www.arkansasffa.org. All right, that's great because I, I, you know, after you guys talked it up, I assume people might want to go find out for themselves and look into it. So, want to yes, make sure. Yes, and we our get... social media challenge is also posted on our FFA page, um, and then I think all of the state officers are posted on Instagram for our. Um, so we're we're also participating in the social media challenge. Okay. So all of the state officers are trying to post on our Instagram stories. And a collect or like we all have a collective story going on um, okay. on each one of our pages. So, 
Well, it sounds like a great way for people to learn more about it. And I appreciate you helping me tell people more about it. Yes. So, all right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Uh, Enjoy the rest of FFA week. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Next up on the AgCast, I am talking with Caleb Berenberg, State Secretary for Arkansas FFA, and Caleb Bailey, Northwest District Vice President. How are you doing today, guys? I think we're doing just fine. Thank you, Mr. Aaron. We're doing good. All right, good. Glad to have you here. Uh, why don't you just open up, tell me a little bit about yourselves uh, and your, your backgrounds with FFA. Uh, yeah, so um, this is uh, Caleb Bailey. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my background is, see, I don't actually come from an ag background. I was born and raised in Codder, Arkansas, about 15 minutes west of Mountain Home. Okay. Um, my dad is from Bologna, Arkansas. My mom's actually from Brazil. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but and they both work as massage therapists at Mountain Home, and I just uh, I came about it just simply for the fact that my older brother was a part of FFA, and he got me into it just for the fact that I wanted to learn more about a bit more about trades, woodworking, welding. Had no intention of getting into it; just wanted to take those classes and. Uh, sure. Yep, and that was me in the ninth grade, and then by my senior year, I was doing everything from the FFA discussion meet sponsored by Farm Bureau to showing a hog to being president of my chapter to eventually running for state office, and essentially from uh, I really got involved in my tenth grade year, and I've never looked back since then. So I've it's been a big blessing to me, and I am grateful for where I am now because of it. It's truly changed my life, and I love it. Well, that's great, and you know, it's it, it, you know, I heard, I've heard a lot of stories, uh, particularly this week, about uh, you know, guys like you, people without the ag specific background, they didn't come from a farming family, but they they found their way to FFA, and it kind of changed their whole focus and, and attitude, and and they jumped right in with both yes, feet. Sir. Yeah. All right, Caleb. <laughs> Sir, Um, so my background in agriculture actually started about the day I was born. Um, My dad was or is still an ag teacher. Um, He taught at Lincoln, still teaches at Lincoln. He's been there for 22 years now. And I mean, I grew up in the backseat of an ag truck. Anything and everything that we did with showing, you know, any form of livestock doing any kind of competition it was it was more convenient to you know take the toddler around and yeah <laughs> just keep me in the back seat occupied where you know i didn't really have to have any form of daycare because honestly the ffa was my daycare and <laughs> as as i grew up i didn't know if it was necessarily the thing i wanted to do but I realized that I really did have a passion for it. Um, I'm from Lincoln and I mean, that's 30 minutes South of Fayetteville and it's, it's chicken country. That's for sure. And yes. I, I've found a lot of interest through the poultry industry. I actually uh, decided that the poultry CDE competition was how I'd get my start. And about eighth grade, I joined that team and haven't looked back since. All right, so one of you a relative newcomer, and the other one basically in it from birth. 
Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, talk to me about, uh, and you know, whoever wants to start, talk to me a little bit about the importance of something like FFA Week, how it came about, what it means, what all goes on during FFA Week. Yeah, so FFA Week, you know, and like a lot of states sponsor it and push it up, but, you know, it is a national week. It's celebrated at the same time by every, you know, you go to any other state, you know, they'll be selling it just like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's just a big time to basically not only, you know, for FFA, not only to thank everyone that's, you know, sponsored us, helped us out, but also just a time to kind of reflect and see the history of our organization. I mean, uh, we're, we're down here at Camp Couchdale right now, which, and we were looking at going through, looking at some of the history of it, because a lot of people don't realize that Arkansas was the second state in the union to ever found a future farmers association, even before there was the future farmers of America. Um, and that came about just about a year before I think they founded the official one in Kansas City in 1928. So just going around this camp, they have so many records and documents and things like that going forth. Like Caleb and I just now were looking at a uh, record from a state president from 1933, looking at his SAE project and how like he had 79, how he had about 79 chickens and each chicken was <laughs> worth about 33 cents a, a bird. <laughs> wow. And like, you know, and it's little things like that about how we bring it up and like bring forth about how small the organization started and how it started with those same roots of just wanting to advocate for ag in the classroom and wanting to get kids to start their own projects to start it up to now, you know, doing that for 100 years. And we've expanded a lot since then. And I mean, now we have, you know, thousands of supporters across the nation. You have people now that have nearly for a century, you know, that's that's a neat thing. Thing about this organization is that my even though i didn't come from an ag background my daddy's daddy he was a president of lonely ffa chapter in 1948 i mean i can go back and i can study those things and look at them so it's wow. a great time to advocate for that it's a great time to look at that and just really bring it back and have a great humbling for it so that is that's neat uh, it's it's very nice uh, to have access to that kind of history yes, yes sir. sir yes sir and so, uh, Caleb, uh, with a K, uh, yeah. or did you, did you want to add to any of that? I mean, I think he covered, uh, obviously the, the importance of that, his, that connection to history, but, uh, what, what about for you, this FFA week and the, the meaning behind it and what it, what it means to you? Of course. Um, I will say that <laughs> he definitely did cover a great, yeah. uh, portion with the history and everything. And I think it's important that when we think of FFA week, we consider the fact that you know, we have been doing this for a hundred plus years now and, or nearly, and just understanding that even though we had roots in the 1920s and the 1930s, that agriculture still has as much importance today as it ever has. And of course, I think most people have heard the statistic that by, uh, 2050 we're going to have to double the world's uh food supply and of course (laughs) in order to do that we have to make agriculture an important thing so to take a week out of a year really doesn't seem like that much time but when you you know kind of highlight some of the things that we're doing in ffa some of the things that you know let's say someone from north arkansas is doing with chickens and someone from southern arkansas is doing with rice and someone from you know just taking a time to highlight 
these farmers, these individuals that really are giving so much, it means a lot. And just supporting an organization that's trying to give back to the farmers and, you know, make a big deal out of them, it, it really means a lot. Well, that's great. Um, how has this week gone so far for you? Um, you know, it's almost almost over. Uh, I don't know what all you've been involved in this week, but uh, tell me how it's going and uh, what's left. Oh, yes, sir. It's It's been a great week so far. Um, we started this week off just kind of trying to highlight the importance of, you know, FFA through it. And we've had chapter visits going on where a few of the state officers have had the opportunity to run to different chapters and, you know, maybe facilitate and get them, you know, hyped for what's coming up in the FFA. And not to mention myself and Josie Kelly, our president this year, had the opportunity to go to KATV and talk a little bit on their morning show about FFA Give Day and what was to come with that and actually give day is something we just wrapped up yesterday um and that's a huge part of ffa week that's pretty much where a bunch of sponsors donors and it could be anyone from a member to you know maybe an industry leader could come by and give to their local associations in helping us you know, prepare for the future of agriculture. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Uh, we we were obviously uh, here at Arkansas Farm Bureau putting out some material, uh, telling people about, you know, Give Day. Uh, how important is that in terms of FFA in Arkansas? Is that, that an important day for, for making sure, you know, you have a foundation to keep going and, and building this program on? Yes, sir. It is a uh... It is a very big time of our of the year. You know, you may even say it's kind of our Super Bowl season for fundraising. Uh, I mean, generally, you know, these last couple of days, you may say the state of Arkansas kind of got closed for a little bit. Not us. We were we were down here at Camp Couchdale in Hot Springs, and we were setting up. You know, for those of people that follow our social media, they'll see that we were posting videos all day long, thanking you know big people like Farm Bureau, which we appreciate y'all, and then others who've donated to us like Riceland, Farm Credit, uh, the Poultry Federation, and all that, as well as encouraging people across the state, chapters, you know, anyone who wanted to give money to come out and give to us. And in fact, you know, it's great that you're talking to us today after, because now we actually have the statistics. In fact, that this year, um, Arkansas was the number one state association that had the most donors across the board. We had the most people that donated out of any other association, including the territories out there. Um, And then we made, and then our original goal, I believe was about $35,000 and we made about 42,000 or 43,000. Yeah. Yeah, 43,000 that happened late last night. So we, uh, we did very extremely well. Um, We advocate a lot for, what we call, you know, just the power of five, you know, because, you know, we try to reach out to chapters and even to kids and, you know, we have 15,000 members. If half of those 15,000 members just, you know, pulled up a cash app or something and gave five bucks, you know, from their allowance, you know, that's, that's thousands of dollars right there given to the state association. Like we said, our state's unique that we actually have camp Couchdale and things like that, that we can renovate or do extra activities or, 
help them go on things with National FFA, and I, it, it helps us out a ton. And it was a great day yesterday. It was very successful. In a normal year, we would have people at camp, but I, but we made the best out of it. We did extremely well for it. So it's a it's a huge time for us. Well, that that is great. That is good to hear. Uh, I had talked, you know, talking to you guys, and I've talked to others this week about, you know, what FFA means to them. But if you had to tell people out there, you know, the importance of FFA, if you're if you're talking to potential donors for next year uh, and that sort of thing, uh, other, you know, agencies and companies and people out there, why does FFA matter? What, what makes it so important to, you know, Arkansas youth and, and what does it mean and why should they consider supporting something like FFA in the future? Well, um, that's a great question. And to be honest with you, I always think of the statistic that agriculture is Arkansas's number one industry. And that's across the board. We had 16 billion dollars i believe produced because of agriculture alone and like i said i mean agriculture is the future you know and it's so important to know that we have all sorts of students that are involved in all sorts of different things and to say that i'm interested in poultry is great and you know i'm definitely going to be more geared towards that but I have friends that are more geared towards specialized, you know, like the skilled workforce in the sense of welding. Um, I have, I have multiple friends that are thinking about ag law and Mm -hmm. all of these different interests. I mean, they stemmed because we were able to get into FFA and see all the different opportunities for us, you know, and I think that that's one of the biggest things people I mean, I recently went to uh, Seven Brew, a little coffee shop in uh, Fayetteville, Mm -hmm. and I was telling her that I was headed to Hot Springs for Give Day and just FFA week, and she said, oh, FFA, isn't that like cows? I was like, (laughs) well, that's the thing is everyone thinks, oh, it's cows, it's farming, and there's so much more, you know, there's, there really is, and if you're involved in agriculture, you play a part. FFA could play a part in, you know, advocating for you and what you do. That's great. Uh, yeah, oh, go, to kind of, yeah, go ahead. To bounce off of Caleb and answer the question for myself, I agree a lot what he's saying. Um, I mean, agricultural as a whole, I mean, I'm pretty sure National FFA put out the statistic that agriculture is the biggest employer in the United States, that 17% of those employed within the United States have a connection with an agricultural company. Um, And, you know, that may be a little bit old, but still it goes to fact that if it's not the biggest, it's one of the biggest. Uh, And the thing is, is that, you know, agriculture is the future of the country in the end it's where our future leaders come out of it teaches them skills you know like one of our biggest things in ffa that we have always taught whether it's the classroom sae or or in our ffa competitions is the fact of like you know this is what it takes you know to win this this is what you have to study this is the content you have to learn you know whether it's in the classroom you have to learn how to build a bench in the mechanic shop whether it's your sae and your fig and you're trying to put in the records and totals of how much your you know poultry how much your poultry sae brought in this year whether it's you know 
you're in a dis- or you're in an LDE discussion meet studying up on today's ag issues. Those help build those skills that are necessary for people going into the workforce, whether or not they go into ag at all. I mean, FFA right. is so big into, I mean, agri- agriculture as a whole has a huge business aspect of it that people very much overlook. But also, I feel like we do a great job of connecting it with those kind of real world hands on aspects. And a lot of people try to overlook that. But if you, but I feel like more people are looking over it. Like me, for example, you know, I would have never joined FFA if it was just purely animals or I would have, or if it was dealing with just crop science, anything sure. like that. I wanted to learn a little bit more about just doing something in it. Do you know how to build a bench out in the shop or how to do work with my hands a little bit? And I ended up going through and doing everything in it. I mean, and that's because I enjoyed it and I saw the value in doing that. And if you invest in agricultural education, it creates a brand new workforce coming in, whether or not you're directly, you know, in the ag field. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, I. It's a stepping stone to a major industry, an important industry in the state and the country, but it's also a, a way to develop leadership skills, life skills, and uh, skills that will help you succeed in the workforce. Absolutely. Yes sir. yes, sir. All right. Well, look, I really appreciate you spending this time with me and helping me kind of take a bigger picture look at it, FFA, you know, FFA week and what FFA means and, and why people should support it. So I thank you guys. Of course. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have a nice closeout to FFA week, and we'll hopefully talk to you again in the future. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Anderson. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. That's it for another Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture.